What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Welcome to a new episode of the Bandwagon Podcast. And today is um, a very unique guest. Um, somebody who I've mentioned a few times on previous episodes. So I was going to kind of save this further down the line, but I just thought I needed to get him on in order to give everything else some kind of context. Um, he's very synonymous with uh, many, many industries. Um, a, a true icon of of Birmingham and especially the Punjabi industry as well. He is Mr. Aparapajan. Good evening, good evening, and welcome to everybody to the Roaring Ricky Pandal show. <laughs> I just simply call it the, the bandwagon podcast now. I think I think it's gonna go like this for a long time. So how firstly, how how are you, Uncle? How is it? I'm all I'm all good. Ricky, really to see your face, I feel even more better now. You know? That's good. But what about those people who are listening in and, and they don't have the... Uh, the to all the listeners, uh, I like to say, big up uh, Ricky Pandal and the bandwagon, you know, because these kind of shows take time. And I pray that more people like Ricky Pandal get on the bandwagon as well. Thanks, Uncle. Thanks. I really appreciate yeah. that. You're most welcome. So the so over the last over the last sort of twelve months, your 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 health hasn't been great, and I know that this is one of the big things I wanted to kind of get you and your and the stories in in one place to kind of interview. It was one of the motivations of why I wanted to do these kind of interviews was a lot of uh, knowledge that you have, you know, needed needed to be documented down. And I, I know you do your kind of Facebook lives, but I just wanted to do it in my way. So. Uh, Okay. Firstly, how have you been in the last sort of 12 months? I've been absolutely brilliant. And uh, the man upstairs has been looking after me very well. It's just what happened, you know, uh, 60, 70 years back. He's been looking after me very well, you know. Health and wealth, you know. Yeah, 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 definitely from that side. I think you kind of... The, uh, the bionic... Obviously, man, now I'm approaching... Uh, approaching 80 now and uh, you know 80 people get mistaken by 18 and 80 you know I can't help that 
Okay, you look exactly the same, I'm, I'm sure. Whenever you put your old pictures up, you look exactly the same. God bless you. God bless you. I've got a bad memory now, though, but I forget very quickly. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. If so, you... Go on. No, no, no. No, no, no. no that's fine. So, of course, like, taking it back, so, like, you know, I think your legendary shop up on our videos is on Hollywood Road in Hazlitt. Yeah. Um, how did how what was the story to get to having the shop there and and what was the significance of the the importance of the shop? Actually, uh, my shop was on Rukri Road, but before that we was on Soho Road mm. for many many years, and then I moved to Rukri Road. And uh, interesting little story for you: Rukri Road was up my video on the corner, on the corner, and there's these two guys that walked into my place on a Sunday evening. One was my half Pindu, the other one became my brother. They walked into the shop and they asked me, is it possible that you can join up with us and we can make a band? Pachangis mean, Pachangi actually in Punjabi means youth. They was in the Pachangis at the time. And the last function they'd done was at Hollywood School as well. And believe it or not, it was our Pindu's function as well. And they walked in and they asked me, this is a person, uh, we'd like to make a group, but we'd like to make a group with you. Uh, they started the band off, you know, this, but this, and all the rest. Uh, name of Fame Sangeet, you know. Fame, Grubby. Uh, so Fame was a famous film. It was a film that was around at the time, wasn't it? Well, that was before my time. I wouldn't remember <laughs> that kind of things, you know. So, one other time, we first And we started talking and walking and gigging and trigging, you know, very happily. I didn't like the name, honestly. I, I know... Uh, they was influenced, or they or him was influenced by fame. Mm. And because of our love, which is still the same way today, especially with my brother Sadara, it's still the same. Nothing's changed at all. And I thank God bless him, all the health and wealth of this world, because he's been a proper, proper, I'm getting a bit emotional as well. He's been a proper, proper, brother and we formed a band well i do remember whose function it was as well me and sadara we went you know to the gentlemen's gentlemen's oh, i don't uh, i don't know <laughs> well well you know you got to go there if you're alive you got to go there yeah all right oh, we, you we went to, yeah 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 oh okay. yes oh yes <laughs> i didn't want to be rude okay right, anyway you know right you know english type both are we would have had to go to the fields, you know, fields to, you know, have a proper thing, you know. Anyway, while we was, you know, messing around, and uh, I says, uh, between ourselves, he says, uh, why don't we call it Apna Sangeet, me and Sadara. The name became Apna Sangeet. So I formed the band. So that, that was like towards when you've already established the shop. But what was I was 
the shop was established long time before Apollo so, Yeah, take me back to then. So, like, when you the good old days. Yeah, yeah. So, like, a lot of people would have been, especially the first generation of, uh, of immigrants that came over, and people were working. Like, to do, go into kind of video, video photography, and all that kind of electrical stuff. Was that very common or very rare? Well, you know, we took it in a big way, but we was under another name, and the name of the shops was Fantex. And before that, I'd like to thank uh, Britannic Warehouse, which is in uh, Spring Hill. I'd like to thank them, actually, because they put me on this road that I'm on now. Uh, we had uh, the gaffer, the main manager, uh, especially KK Laroya. Everybody knew him as David, David Laroya. He was actually the master. And from there, I made friends with the manager, Jeet, Jeet Sejo. And we became best of mates and we're still the same now. You know, I'm proud to say 1970s, you know, and we're still the same now as a love and respect for each other. Nothing's ever changed. You know, I can knock on his door 24-7. We're still the same. And as I said, that's where it all started. And uh, Jeet and I became partners in Fantex 73s. And then we moved on. I moved on 76 to Opera Video. You know. So what, uh, were you, what were you specialized? What was the kind of work that you did in Fantex? In Fantex, we was uh, buying and selling electrical goods, you know, branded goods. We had a good uh, four, five, four, five shops. Yeah. We done quite well, actually. We we had one in Bearwood, we had two in Lozells, another one in uh, uh, Spark Hill. We was doing good, but again, I didn't, I was didn't want to work myself to death. You know, it was twenty four seven. Would get up eight o'clock, take the kids to school go to the shop, finish the shop about eight, nine o'clock, go in the pub, have a few drinks, 11, 12, come back home. Same routine every day. I'm not a drinker, as you know, I don't drink really. I'm, I'm a very casual, I don't smoke and I don't do drugs. All the other come, yes, I do. You know, um, the, I wouldn't say no. The, the nature boy. The nature boy, we are, we are. We, are. we like, Adam. You know that I was around when Adam and Eve was. When I'm a slave, mother, one of them has got to be a female. So, you know, it was all, you know, to go, and ever since they listened and we've gone forth and multiplied, you know. <laughs> so, so, what was the you made a decision at the time that you wanted to kind of go down your own? Uh, I just wanted to enjoy. But in that same time, I started videoing, you know, a video camera was, it was worth the same as my house. You won't believe that. That's how much my house was and that's how much the video camera was. But uh, thank you to God that we bought that camera for the shop to sell. But I used it for myself and a lot of other charities and a lot of other people. And believe it or not, weddings, was my speciality and weddings is still my speciality uh so, we do so, mate so how when you were doing the kind of the, the the weddings at that time so you've got one hand still doing your electrical stuff you then got your weddings yeah. and then the music yeah. side of things started to come in how, how did that balance all that demand at the same time i honestly to tell you i couldn't sing as a band 
I'm being honest, you know, the other people can bullshit. There's plenty of them about. I couldn't sing, but I said, I'll have a go. And so I did. And as the band we was, there was just the three of us actually first. Then uh, Devinder Park Halsey, you know, uh, he was available because they'd gone on tour without him. You know, uh, his little band, you know, Kanel Chima and Arpajan uh, and uh, what's the lady's name as well. They, they, they separated, their, they parted company. But because Kalsi was free and he was a good tabla player as well. So we kept him as a player. And then this other guy, he used to be with everybody, you know, he's, he's called uh, quite a few names for that. He would be with one group, with a Pongriyali, the next one, this and that. And I suggested that the other bands didn't have actually one of them tall players in the band. He played with many other bands as well, which I know of as well. And he never was settled in any band so that he could, clever bloke, uh, he kept a note of other people, you know, who could he go with for the sake of having a show rather than being, doing nothing, you know? He would play tall, he would play talky, you know? And then he would do the circus acts, you know? Uh, I suggested that we have him as well. And so we brought him into the band as well. Then uh, as time was going on, you know, the band, actually my favorite band, I say it a million times, uh, they are diamonds themselves. Hira was my favorite band. And, you know, for the first year that we was together, uh, I remember Sudara, I remember Pumra, Pumra many times played the keyboard as well. We needed extra people. And me looking at my favorite band, I had a Kang, AS Kang, uh, working, helping out in my shop. And I suggested to him that he can join our group because he left Jirapechan, him and Nikki, Nikki Patel, they'd left Jirapechan. Unfortunately, at the time that Nikki joined us, unfortunately, I say, Nikki's brother committed suicide in Canada. And he went the same week they joined up, he went to Canada. But we had functions to do. And Nikki, we told Nikki, you take it peacefully. You know, I think he's, he spent about two, three weeks in Canada, you know, with his uh, brother, family. And when Nikki came back, but in between that time, actually, Pomra used to play the keyboards as well. But when Nikki came back, he joined the group as well. You know, we had good uh, decisions. And I knew that Nikki was very talented, you know. And they couldn't believe it, that Nikki and Kang, that I'd brought the two together. Uh, Kang, I'd helped him out, you know, he'd helped me out at the shop, you know, different things as well. We made a successful band straight away, you know, Bunny Bunai Band Melody. Uh, they made a lot of success. I remember listening to Soho Road and Mirayarvi Avitol. It was done at the same time recordings, you know, but one hit song, one hit song on a, on a uh, level was absolutely brilliant for them, you know. So, that, that is an absolute classic. Mm. Absolutely classic, you know, it's still right now. Mm. And I felt quite comfortable because 
Uh, 90% of the bookings were mine. You know, yeah, I, I, used... I, I remember that, especially when Dad used to go... Uh, like we, we used to live on Grafton Road at the time, so not just too far off from yeah. Hollywood. And yeah. I remember a lot of people when they used to come to like the one place, really. You had Soul Road to yeah. do all the wedding shopping. Yeah. And book a yeah. video guy and you you, you book yeah. the group there because you used to not only have connections with Afra Sagid, you used to have a very, very strong connections to a lot of the other bands. Uh, one of my uh, favourite people, I better mention them because they've been absolutely wonderful uh, guys. Nachila Sansar, the Pogla band which I love, respect. Even when they had the 25th anniversary of themselves, I remember uh, Amajit Sidhu on stage. And first of all, I arrived late because I was at a wedding and I came and I looked around all the tables. Every second city was packed out. I looked around and I thought, you know, Natchez and Sarah has got all the singers here, you know, Malkit, Jazzy V. Everybody, you know, all the singers they had there, uh, you name it, Shin, Sadara, Pamra, you know, every all the singers, mainly the singers they had there because they'd been in their videos, you know. Nachas Sadara was the most talked about band as a Pangla group, you know. And I walked up to the guys and I looked around. I said, uh, where's my seat then? You won't believe this. They sat me in between... Sadara and Malkit, you know, I'm not a singer. I'm not, I can't even sing. Those sing's my name, though. Uh, I couldn't sing. So anyway, I waited there. And i tell you one thing. You know, Amaji Sidhu, he's my brother as well. Very, very close. Amaji Sidhu presented the whole show, you know. And when he came down to the ward of 25 years, you know, somebody who's done so much for Pangra and this and that, and who always, you know, with Natchez and Saad, it was like 75, 25 bookings, you know, there was my bookings, you know, and honestly, hand on heart, they're all golden, golden kids, I would say, now they're all in 55s, you know, 55s, 60 approaching. Then Amaji gave a speech, you know, I was sitting right next to Sadara and uh, Malkith, and I says, there's nobody in the world that could do what he's just saying. And, you know, uh, there's a guy near me. He was usual, you know, jumping around and, you know, being happy, you know, false happiness. I've always seen him. I've known the guy for so many years. I've known him before he was even born, I think. Uh, he was jumping around to say that he's going to get the award, obviously. You know, it's not going to be... Uh, Bajan or anybody else, or even Sadari Huni, or anybody, you know, God knows. They've got many supporters. And when he read the name out, he read my name out. So I tell you, I even said to Sadara, you come on stage with me, you know, because we both were that close that I said, even if I'm going to pick a ward, but I'd rather have you with me. But Sadara says, no, he says, I'm not going on stage with you because you deserve it more than anybody else. And and I thank God that, you know, even they've held together Bangla band, Bangla group, giving culture to the UK and all around the world as well. 
And I'm still very close links to Vijay, Jag, Suki, you know, all the guys, you know, they're all brilliant guys. Natchez and Saad voted the number one as well. And they're gentlemen. All of them are gentlemen. Back to Sangeet, you know, we started uh, doing functions and this. And I even remember when they were voted number one band of UK. I felt so proud again, you know, Pangla Awards. And I know, hand on heart, hand on heart, Amuji Siddhu Dwan Pangla Awards. I personally will say, not once, but a million times over, the most fairest decisions made for all the people, all the bands, all the entertainers. He never by-sided anybody. And Amuji Siddhu gave, you won't believe it, he gave every person that's in Britain, in UK, the startings, and he gave them more, Kikin uh, did the word, you know, he gave them so much ammunition to fire with by playing at the dome. So, yeah, I know. Dip Bamra was talking about this the importance of how the, um, the, the dome and the, the, the awards were, were happening. And I know the awards, in your shop, you got the plaques as well. You've been yeah, donated the plaques. I, I, I honestly, I hand on heart again. Upland uh, Sangeet's ward is that I gave it to me. I tried at one time when uh, things weren't going my way in life. Uh, I tried to give Sadala's ward back. Safi's ward had been in my shop for nearly, what, 15 odd years. More, more than that, probably. And I, when Safi had a knockback, you know, he, he had a bit of a thing go on with his health as well. Sofri is like a brother to me as well. And I phoned up Sofri and I says, uh, whenever, you, now that you fit him well, because I used to take him out and about, uh, my, my heart is with real people, not with false people, you know. And uh, I said to Sofri, please take your award back as well, because tomorrow if something happens to you, they will ask me, how can you have a award from Sofri that's written, you know, in a gold thing, everything, for suffering and he's giving it to you. I says, that's brothership there is, you know, not only them awards, but there are so many more that uh, I could really mention, but I don't show off my awards. My awards are the people that I still associate with now. You don't need false awards. There's plenty of them about, I mean, you know, uh, one of the jokers of this world, the con man of Bangla, I mean, he gives awards to everybody, you know, uh, come to my function and I'll give you a award. Not naming people, but I know that his awards have got nothing to do. There's other people doing brilliant jobs, you know. They're giving people stage, you know, to come on to. It may not be the best stage in the world, but I personally say at least he's doing Pangra, you know, Pangra culture, that's Bobby Bowler. You know, I think he does a wonderful job. When he started doing them, it wasn't so good. But at the end of the day, before this lockdown and everything, he's had good for the last seven years. He's, he's had very good prospects, giving people the stage to perform in front of a thousand people crowd. You know, uh, I personally respect Amarji Siddhu for being the master that's done so much for Punjabi Pangra. And obviously, Apna Sangeet, Sadara Gil, Apna Pangra, you know, doing that. So you know when um, uh, 
just going slightly back, like you, you've almost kind of you've fathered the group at that point. You've you've bought people. Hundred percent. You've bought into 100%. the into the bands and that. The, I, I know that we've we've all, <laughs> we've always come back to this conversation of like the point when you had to make the the difficult decision of saying like I need oh you're going to step away from the band from actually from singing. Actually, actually, Sakila, Ricky, the truth, the band would have been finished. The band would have been finished if it had not been for Sadara Gill. And I swear, if it had not been for Sadara Gill saying to me golden words, he says, the band would have been finished. One mistake I made, I will tell you openly. One bad mistake I made in my life. And I regret that. I regret that. I wish I'd not taken pity on the beggars of life. You know, not one of them had any talent that was ever shown. I let their talent be shown. And on top of that, the band, Apla Sangeet, I'll say to their face, I'll say to anybody, I gave them Rejik. Rejik means wealth. Wealth means money. I gave them wealth equal to each and every one of them. Not one of them can say that, oh, he done wrong. How could they? They were just little, little boys. They were just little boys, you know, playing with toys. While they got an earning, they made properties, they made other things. And it was all to my thinking that there was the only band in Britain, that's paid equal. You know, in every other band in Britain, no band was ever paid equal. The players, the tolki wale, the tabli wale, the keyboard wale, the budget wale, whatever they played, all the guitar people, never got a share of the band's money. The only people that got the band's money was the lead singers. That's Pamra, Tami, Kumar, Shin used to join that money with Danny. Everybody else was on rent. The best person to put that uh, music plan right, one of the greatest uh, musicians in today's uh, world, you know, I'm quite proud of him. He's gone through a hell of a fight of life. I've treated him as like a son, like helping him out whenever I could, however I could. And he gave the golden words. He says, musicians are prostitutes. All musicians are prostitutes. Whatever, whoever pays them the money, they will go and play for them, no matter who they are. And that is Tubsy. Tubsy proved a point. He was alcoholic. He was everything else. He's forgotten all that, made a success of his life. And good luck to him. I remember him as a 10-year, 12-year-old coming into my shop and asking me, Uncle, is there a chance I can play with the band? And yet he had so many good connections. You know, from Seattle, he had so many good connections. And now, obviously, he's played with all the best. You name it, Tubbsy's been there, you know. And I'm quite proud of that as well, that he's done well for himself. And don't forget, I'm really proud of my nephews as well. Same guys, there was a school band. You know, Kalakar was the name of the band. 
at school, George Dixon. And behold, uh, you know, sometimes when people push, and I know exactly the person who pushed somebody, they pushed him to say, you're nothing, you're just a keyboard player. Never ever let the lion roar in anger because that lion will eat you. While that guy was going great, he pushed our Buddha into a corner to say, you're nothing but a keyboard player. Behold, overnight, B21 was born. And they achieved what they achieved, I think not many bands have ever achieved. I, I personally know, I think they haven't done more than four or five live, live functions. They played background music, you know, after data. And they sang their songs, danced everything, and made the love of the world, B21, on the map. Mm. I, I'm very proud of them as well. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, if you look back into in the history of Bhangra, like Bhutra and Bali, uh, and Jassi as well, you know, they are very yeah. integral to the, you know, Absolutely the fabric, wonderful. especially with, obviously, with the, the name of the band. And, and, you know, they've had, I think it's important, they've had successful careers. After they've had beautiful, well. beautiful, yeah. beautiful. They're all great kids. They're all great kids. People do wrong. And sometimes if you haven't got an older person in there, it ruins things. And children are children. I don't care what you say. As long as the parents are alive, there'll always be children, no matter how old you get. You know, I wish he hadn't ended up like that because Buta, Bali, and Jesse are very talented people in their own right. You know, same as Apram, Bikrata Mundavi, Jazda, Mibi. You know, uh, he's the same. You know, he's made a very professional career, but it took him a, a little longer by fully training himself professionally. I'm very proud of him as well. And obviously, I'm very proud of Bikr as well, because that was Bikr's dream, actually. You know, I, me and Bikr are like brothers as well. And many a times he used to say, no, we're going to do it this way. We're going to do this. And nobody listened to him, you know, because his band didn't really prosper. But with jazz, he, I think he gave him a very head start to all the other people as well, you know. So, you yeah. know, I, I'm going to try and take it back and try and get the story as best documented as I can. So you've left Aparasangit now. You, you're very much into the um, the fabric of the wedding industry, getting filmed yeah. and doing all that. Yeah. Then you, you set up your own band as well. Was that? I actually, I didn't, I really, really was not interested in another band ever. You know, uh, uh, give and take about everything. I would, uh, I would always help out the other bands. And many people came and knocked on my door, please help us do this. I would help them. I didn't want to be part of anybody. But there was one of my favorite guys, Harpal uh, Marwaha. Uh, he came and he says to me, Paji, please, you know, can you help us? I know that you've done it for bigger people. They, they weren't much. We, we, we've done a, a year or so, but... It wasn't my type of thing, you know, they wasn't doing anything. Then there was other bands, you know, I, would, I, I thank God that if ever I wanted to do a gig 
and they asked me, Pajin, can you bring a band? I would take a band and I would host the program as well. You know, I would host the program as well. And it was so easy. Uh, there was them. Then we made a band which I was very proud of because uh, we have a song out as well. And I don't think many people know that the band name, the song name, Midland, it was called Sonimundi Midland. It's written my brotherly friend, very close friend of mine, Minda Singhil, who's now a relative to Sudhari, you know, to Suki's uh, daughter, his uh, brother's son, he's married to Suki's daughter. Uh, we were brothers before that, you know, and uh, he wrote the song, he gave it to me, and I passed it on to him. Gobzi's dad, Jaswant Lakrampal. I gave it to him. I couldn't read Punjabi, but I knew the song. I knew the song. And uh, it was actually that same song was Sonim and the Middle End. Uh, Minder lived in Dudley. And that real song was Sony Monday Dudley Day. But I told him we got to change the words and make it bigger. And he changed it to Midland. And behold, Midland Boys was there as well. You know, I, I think that that one song used to be one where whenever you used to go to a wedding and one, oh, yes. one, one family from one side. Yeah. The, yeah. That was the, always the, yeah. the golden card to play when you want to do uh, uh, make sure you take over the dance floor. It's absolutely brilliant. You know, they he made me proud. You know, I always say in my life, I always say give a person at least three chances before you put him down. You know, we make a mistake sometimes. We're on John. Second time we make a mistake, we're on John again. You know, thinking, am I right? And third time, me, my ways. If a person does it three times with me, third time I show them the door quite well. You know. Nice, polite mannered. I tell them the but you you know, the you go and look for who you're gonna look for, but don't look for me, you know. So Uncle, when you got to a point where you you know the, the bands weren't for you, you were helping a lot of people out. No. When was the when was the kind of the next jump when you started thinking about the DJing thing? Because I could arguably say that you're probably one of the longest running, if not the now longest running DJ in the UK, Bangla DJ. How how did that kind of start off? Because I'm sure you were one of the you were one of the only ones who was doing it at the time. No, 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 no. There was Mick was superior. Mick uh, Mick is my brother as well. Yeah, Mick, Mick Sinclair. Sinclair. Yeah. Mick Sinclair was about and uh, with Mick as 17 year olds, I used to go to Mick's DJ. Can you believe that? He used to DJ. So what year are we talking you know? about here? Oh, God, man. Uh, you're talking about 71, 72, 71, probably. And he was and, the first. Uh, he was the first. He, actually, he was one of the first in the Midlands. You know, you could argue with other people. There was other DJs, which I know of, but they weren't DJs. They weren't DJs. Mick had a flame buoyant, you know, Munda Kunda, you know, atmosphere about him. And... To be honest, I don't know. Me and Mick were like brothers. We looked alike. Uh, and many times we done functions alike as well. You know, he'd be the he'd be the DJ and I would be the you know the video man there. And we'd we'd just mess around, you know. We we always loved each other, always big respects, even today, even today, you know. It's he will you'll always ask, come on, we'll do. 
I've never been after, you know, everybody, everybody has a time plan. I got into it accidentally. Uh, I'm allowed to tell secrets. Yeah, yeah, well, actually, actually, you stole one of his gigs. No, 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 no. Gigs, I never ever stole anybody's gigs. I tell you, tell you what I did buy Mick Sinclair's decks and his cassette deck off him with the record decks, you know, the built in ones. And I started DJing. You know, I started DJing. And the only reason why I started DJing was I saw this stupid guy. I still think he's stupid. Who's at a function? Who's at a function? Yeah. You know, he's a program. You know, uh, I can name the place, but I won't name the guy because uh, I don't know. You know, I wouldn't like to name the guy. Yeah. As we was at the function, your good friends, Samson. Oh, yeah. Who was there? And... Uh, they done a show there. And in between that, this guy that I, I wouldn't even think even twice about, do you know, he had the mini discs. He had two mini discs and he was playing song after song, you know, while people could dance on the uh, dance floor, you know, while they were changing the act and all that, you know, and he had the PA system as well. I looked at him, he didn't know which song to pick I says, I can do that easily. And uh, I thought, you know, I could do that quite easily. Anyway, we bought the stuff. We went to a function that I'll have to ask him one day. Uh, he's a pharmacist as well. We went to his wedding. And behold, uh, Jet and Pripal asked me to, I says, uh, can you come and mic on the mic? You know. To host it, uh, to host, the host it, you know, host it, you know. I says, yeah, no problem. I went and they put the they put the PA up. The PA was mine, the band's PA, you know, which I'd left there. Mm. They put it up, they put some lights up, and we done the whole function. Honestly, it was a brilliant, brilliant atmosphere function. And you know, and they the family thanked me so much. And then he went on from there, carried on, nonstop. And I think one of my proudest moments while I was in Birmingham, while well, I'm still in Birmingham, uh, you know, it got to heights. You know, you got likes of one of another favorite DJ of mine, Tony Mendes. You know, he's absolutely sharp. He was, he was another brilliant DJ as well. You know, uh, his voice was the most powerful voice. You could hear the tone, you know, yeah. and he was brilliant. He was one of my favorite DJs. Now we're brotherly, brotherly friends. You know, we often, you know, not in this uh, lockdown, but before we drank together many times, you know, we've had social, and his sons as well, Sonny. And uh, uh, I couldn't thank him enough. I looked at him and he presented so nicely. You know, he, he had a wonderful presentation. And... I said to him, I just said to us, when do we get a chance, you know, for the DJ? And I complained to him. I says, you haven't given me a chance, you know, to DJ there, you know, because I know that he only usually has Mandis there or Mick or whoever. And he says to me, Pudgeon, can you read? 
See, I'm a genius. I can read, mate. I can. He says, have you looked at the, all the flyers? Those flyers around all whole Birmingham, everything. He says, can you read? I says, I'm a genius. I can read. He said, well, your name's on it, on the flyers, with Tony Mandes. Honestly, I couldn't, I could not. It, I'll, I'll secretly tell you, he didn't just give me my satisfaction, but he gave my son the satisfaction as well. Because oh. uh, Jet DJ as well, you know. And, you know, DJ to me became a natural source, actually. You know, from decks to cassettes to CDs to now, you know, the controllers. I think controllers are absolutely brilliant, you know. You know, averagely everybody uses a Mac. And I think DJing is a great relief from the brain. I know that everybody can do DJing. Anybody can. Anybody can. If you, the only golden thing about DJ, the only golden thing about DJ is hosting it. Make sure you know your Punjabi. Make sure you know your pronunciations. Make sure you know your songs as well. Anybody can be a DJ, you know, anybody. Because you got controllers, you got music, you got music online, you can go, you know, all the rest of the ways. But and how, you it, how, like, it, 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 it's crazy what you're saying. Like, you, you have to kind of understand uh, from the way that I'm kind of thinking. You've gone from someone who's been like selling electrical items, <laughs> let's say in Bearwood, right? Yeah. yeah. In, in Answorth. Yeah, and in Answorth. In so Answorth. You, you've then, and Spark Hill and everywhere else. So you you then had to evolve. You you're moving around with the technology. Like you you know you just talked about MacBook and how you're doing all these things. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it, you could clearly see there's a passion there, and you just haven't stopped where it's got difficult. You you know for, for people obviously you, some, with some people getting older, they try and shy away from technology. It seems like you've well, you really embraced it. I'm quite proud to tell you, 21 years ago, you know. 21 years ago, I went to college. I went to college for a year. I went there so that I could pick up knowledge about something that I saw, and I tried to buy it at that time. The amount of money they wanted 21 years ago for the whole setting, everything, was nearly 30,000 pounds. 30,000 pounds they wanted. Obviously, it was too much for me to put, you know, 30,000 pounds out 21 years ago. And I, I didn't think it was worth 21 in, in, in 21 years ago that it was worth that much. But just to tell you, I went to college for a year. And me and this other guy went to college for a year. And we learned. And uh, the lecturer would say, you two guys are always hanging around with each other, no matter what it is, you know. Whatever goes on, you two hang around together, always. You come to the college together, you come into class together, you do the subjects together, you know, you work out things together. I said, yeah. You know, they gave us the certificates and all that and, you know, for the year. And on the day that we was finishing, they says, are you related? I says, yeah, we are. They said, who are you? You know, brothers. I said, no. I said, we're father and son. That was my oldest son and me at college. I felt pretty proud, you know. What were you, uh, learning? We want... what were you studying? Photography. We know what? Photoshop. 
if you don't know Photoshop, you shouldn't be in this business. You know, without Photoshop, this world would have been lost. You know, everything you see in this world is Photoshop. Even behind you, you know, Ricky Pandal Likeo <laughs> is Photoshop. Bandwagon, that's a Photoshop. This is a real everything, studio. This is a real that, studio. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But it's written there and that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. done in Photoshop, you know. Yeah. And uh, the rest of the technologies, you can, there's no ending to it. And I thank God for that as well. Because I took a decision then to go to college. Because without that, I would have been left behind. There are now people, you know, children as young as 10, 12, they know Photoshop inside out. Because that's what they teach them at college, school, everywhere, you know. And that put my job, which I do professionally, which is a video man, photographer, you know, we arrange weddings. We're like family oriented. And I always want to be family oriented. There are probably even a million people better than me, as far as I'm concerned. But we, the video weddings that we do and the photography and everything else, we provide a service where we are family oriented. We're not any other way. We're not more modern. I speak Punjabi and English. Everybody that works with us, they've got to speak Punjabi and English. Otherwise you won't fit in into the scene of Punjabis. You know, you've got to understand the language. And it gives you more culture, actually. Uh, weddings uh, from the days uh, I've seen every type of wedding. That would be another program altogether. The stories I have about weddings, unbelievable. You know, you would never think that this can happen at a wedding. They so do. We, they we got we we we've got a bit of time on that. So, what was the what was your most what's one of your most memorable weddings? So you don't have to give names or anything. Just give no, no. Scenarios. I would never. <laughs> I have honestly. I have a method of life. Do you know if we do somebody's wedding, they're the only people that will have everything off us. Nobody else will see. You know how they are, what they are, what in anything because family. The way I look at it, family's a family, and that's it. Finish. So what, what, what was your most memorable then? Come on. Oh man, I've. I wouldn't like to mention too much on that because <laughs> I I remember my first wedding with you, my first ever um, we when I was playing at all. So spoiler alert: I used to play at all with the with Uncle here. We we had a wedding. Gifted at... gifted man, gifted man. <laughs> Ricky <laughs> Ricky Pandal, I will salute him. Look, look, no, no, salute no, no, him. no, 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 no. A gentleman. I we a gentleman. We played we played at all at Victoria Palace. Yeah. And and we were the totalies. I don't I think you were filming that day, but we were just like we were totalies. Huh. And a fight kicked off really bad. and it was it was very strange because this was my this is my first introduction to the to this whole scene. <laughs> a, fight, a, fight, a, fight, a fight kicked off. And they were having the fight outside, coming back in and dancing together, then going back outside to finish the fight off. And it was literally just doing that for the next few minutes. And we were we were young then, and I always remember. He was very young. Oh, yeah, I remember what you were saying at the time. So listen, listen, keep your head down, play, and then go. Just get out of here quickly. And it was a, and and then I think that opened a real kind of different side of life. Where, you know, when you when you worked out when you when doing weddings, you realise that. You know, you've got to you've got to have your wits about you because it's it's a very high pressure day. It's it There's is loads it of is. stuff, loads of money. People have spent loads of money. One thing goes wrong, it's all over. 
It's all over, yeah. I've seen many of them over. <laughs> uh, in my little career, I mean, I'm only 16 in the mind. You know, uh, Ricky, on that note, I'd like to thank you as a tour player and as a family to me, as a family to me, you know, uh, you, your dad especially, respect to him as well, because sometimes it reminds you of things which, you know, to put your shoes where they actually belong is on the ground. I remember it was your relative's wedding and uh, you came and asked me, can I play tall, uncle? You enjoyed it so much. You didn't want to come off the tall. No matter what it was, oh, you wouldn't come off. The don't door. give me any money. That's why the longer I stayed on. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. No, no, it was, that, uh, I think, that, yeah, I, I, I remember it was. Uh, it was your cousin or somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was, it was. And, uh, and then we did the gate. Yeah, that's 100%. Yeah, Belladium, yeah. Belladium gig. Yeah, and uh, I remember you as a youngster. I and viewers that are viewing, this is not because of, I'm being told to say I would never do that for nobody. Ricky was a gentleman tour player, and he never let me down in any gig, any situation, anything. And he played for with uh, the tour for over a year or so, and then one day he came up to me. About six weeks before, he says, Uncle, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna go to uni and all that. I'm gonna pack up tall now. I said, yeah. Thank you. God bless you. Because he was one of the great guys, honest, you know, humble. Ricky was it. We'd we'd have a laugh. We always had a yeah. laugh. I, I, I still uh, I won't I won't go too much, but I appreciate Uncle, but some of the stories that you've been <laughs> No, I, I know, I know. I remember. We don't want to, no, I know, but not. we don't want to talk about them because that would take us completely off there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've been a gentleman. Ricky, yeah, you have. You have. Ricky, yeah. I, I will put the fire out. I will not throw anything on the fire. Yeah. I stopped many things happening in my ways. Obviously, I felt the way I was, you know, and I was respected. You know, I could stop a fight straight away because I knew the people straight on. And my career as a footballer was a naughty one as well. Yeah, my you know, my, my, uh, my dad does say that. You know, as Wonder uh, Wonderwall, he said uh, that Budgie used to hit Budgie because um, it's hard. Uh, <laughs> I, I was what they say, or you know, dirty players, you know, so I don't know. I was worse he was, than that. Oh, he was he was like a boy to in front of me. What I would do, he could never do it. So how I don't. How, Oh, this out though. You got like you got your wedding and th those football tournaments. I know you played a big part in that as well. You know, doing all these kind of things and balancing all that time. I just I can't work out the, the pressures that were. You know, the the football was a Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon. Saturday morning football on that Sunday morning football on that Sunday afternoon football on that. We play on the Saturday afternoon. Do the you wedding. Know. Do the wedding and come back. No, to football. I I I've done that as well. But once the weddings was full flight, I, I stopped football. I stopped football. I sported Wonderworlds for nearly 40-odd years. You know, I'd done all their functions. And very expensive I was. Every artist that is known as an artist, from, i got to say first, from Asadara to B21 to everybody, Shinda, you know, all the rest, only two people that I didn't get. Everybody played 
you know, for the functions, zero charge, zero pigeon charged, no charges. We, whatever money we got together, we gave it to the club. Yeah. And they done me proud. They did do me proud as well. But that, yeah. that, that, I think that kind of community spirit was was big for, was big from there. I just uh, want um, I, I want to ask you a question, which was um, it just it kind of just, it just oh, there's Siri asking a question as well. Um, you were very pivotal in in establishing the bands in Birmingham. Okay, so let's say you got yeah. like, up front, you, you got them from there. You've then brought a new. You then started a new project in DJing, where that could start to become a big of a, a bit of a threat to those bands and live bands. But did you well, start feeling any pressure or animosity? I, I'm going to be honest to you because I don't like lying. Lying is for people that want to cover up things. Mm. I don't need to cover up anything. You know when the bands hurt me, when you've given food in their mouths, you've given them the wealth. And they've not given you any respect for it. You know, my DJ took off in a big way. In a big way. And I mean that. Shall I tell you, I swear to God, I put my hands together and I said, God, these are the same guys that put me out. One day, I will put them out. All of them. And behold, it happened. It happened in India first. I don't know whether you know. You know the DJs? They finished the live bands. The DJs finished the live bands. And here, then it happened as well. Uh, mainly, I've got to give respect to London. Not that I'm a fan of London. The London DJs actually, they killed it. You know, they had mainly, <laughs> I, I even know the people. Mainly they had were people that don't give a penny at the weddings. But what they done, they had a little crew made, you know. Uh, nobody in Birmingham done that. In London, they done it. I won't name the names because it's not fair. They had, uh, say, 10, 20 DJs all under one banner, you know. And then the people that broke up from that crew made another banner. And they, they were one of the most England, uh, most popular ones, you know. They've been earning good money and they've done a professional job. Respect to them because they always respected us as well. And we was all singles, so we could never do anything. Everybody's too hungry to say, I'm Apnapajan, I'm Tony Mandis, I'm, I'm uh, uh, Mick St. Clair. You know, there's plenty of other guys. I saw DJs being split into one, two, threes. You know, uh, they were DJs. Uh, they were very fantastic DJs. But suddenly, uh, the DJ started splitting up because whoever was on the mic was the DJ. You know, the rest of the people that was, you would always find at least four people with the DJ. You know, the roadies and the people and the toddlies. So they started splitting up because then a lot of the toddlies became DJs as well. You know, easy job out there. And honestly, I made them DJs as well because they gave me so much love and respect. I gave it back to them the same way. And I wanted them to be successful as well, which they are as well. Uh, I can't believe sometimes uh, a friend of mine, there was their wedding and they said, oh, we booked a DJ and 
uh, on the wedding day, I says to the guy, I says, oh, he was with me for a couple of years, you know, he's a good guy, you know, good guy. And the guy, you know, uh, he got famous. He turned around, he says, uncle, you're a liar, you are. I says, you are? He says, you're a liar. I says, you was with me for two years or so. He says, you know how many years I was with you? Seven years, Gunda. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I swear to God, I could not believe it. When he said that, I couldn't have believed it myself. But he was one, I'm going to say straight out, is one of the guys that turned up 15, 20 minutes before the functions, was there. You never had to ring him. You never have to tell him. And the job he learned it so well, you could leave him to do all the rest. And he became a chief name as well. You know, so you've uh, you've you've played a, a large part um, in a lot of careers and and um, you know and I bet it, blossomed. I bet I better say his name as well. You know, we, well we used to call him Raju. You know, because son, but he's known as you know Tommy, and you couldn't you couldn't go wrong. You know, brother and uh, uh, two brothers uh, putting up a great show. You know, and I've seen that. I, I remember, many. yeah. Harvey used to be at the time when when, when I used to play yeah. all of that. Yeah, yeah. I actually played with you two years, not just the one. Yeah. See, well, I always played with one. Year. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's, actually, it just tells you that. Like, I know, I know. It, yeah. it could have been, but, but also, I remember. You've also but, started a lot of people in in that the photography stuff. So you I, never you never stop that. As I well. personally, I never ever think it's a golden. Always give. If you want something, don't take, always give. That way you'll be more happy to do something and people will be always happy with you because there are more takers and givers, you know, if you can understand that. Yeah. Uh, if you help somebody, they'll always remember you. And if you think, oh my God, he's my competition now, I couldn't care less, a little bit even. I always used to say, well done, you've done nicely, you know, very nice. And if they and I touch wood, touch wood everywhere. If ever anybody was stuck, there are famous people. I don't want to name them because it's not to that number. If anybody was stuck, even Kareper, you know, if it happened, they would ring my number and I would get somebody there straight away. You know, one way or the other, if it wasn't that. Even if I had to leave the wedding so the other guys would carry on, I would go and do their job for them and make sure that they're on a good, you know, uh, bend. Who would... There's no AA for the DJs, you know. If your amps go down, you've got to have backup, you know. If your decks go down, you've got to have backup, you know. We all say we got backup, but many times we don't carry it, you know. That was a good good part of my life, you know. I thank God again for whatever and however, you know, at this young age, you know, for me to reach uh, all these heights. <laughs> so, you know, when you, um, but you also had like uh, your own sons involved in, in the whole music. Yeah, stuff yeah. They're, that. So, how, they're, they're how, being... what was your role in that then, in terms of like, how did you guide them? Did you stop yourself from getting too deep into it from any yeah. lessons that you learned? I've learned one thing, a lesson of my own. You can't guide anybody. Kids, you can't guide them. They can guide you because you're old fashioned, but you can't guide the kids. Technology. When did you ever think 
You know, I, I said a few things long, long time before all this happened. I said, uh, oh, God, I'm sure I've got to even to say to you, uh, you've seen Potiyotande, you know, the song that Sukhtan, uh, Oluk. Brilliant. You know what he's used in there? The filming that I've done of Srinda Shinda singing Potiyotande live. And he's got a little box on the floor. It's written Fantex on there as well. That was my filming. And you know what I said then? I said, one day, the whole world will be a video man. The whole world. One day. Same as I found magic in the video camera, photography camera. I said, one day the world will be the same. Reason why? Aren't we all video men and photographers now? Phone. Phone. No, selfie. Selfie. Family. Function. Video. You know, it has saved the world. On that note, I want to say something else as well. Whether people like it or people don't like it. What's happening in India about the farmers? You know, 1984 would never have happened. Would never have happened had we had the phone. We didn't have phones. Otherwise, it's happened in India quite a few times. They've been moving big time armies and suddenly they filmed them and put them onto Facebook or YouTube or whatever and stopped it happening. That's what saved the lives. Look how long they've been farmers protest. Look how long they've been there. If it wasn't for the video cameras, they would have been probably killed by now, all of them. That's my love of photography, video. So it saves lives. You know, what they've done there, many times, the news of India is all false. I would never, ever believe it, never. Because it's owned by the governments. It's not owned by the public. You know, you can't give a free speech. Look at all the, all the things that have happened in India. What has come out of anything? Hardly. If everybody had the phone then, 84 would never have happened. We would have filmed everybody. No matter who died, we would have filmed everybody. We would have seen the bombs, we would have seen the tanks, we would have seen everything. Do you? It's, it's 1984. People have got video films. From what 1600s, they've got films, cine films. They've got films all the time, photographs of all the time. There was no photographs, no video. That's why everything happened in the wrong way of life. Yeah, I mean, I think the power, the power of media, especially now, you've it seen is. it, especially in in the political one. You've given an example as well, and you know we've seen that with Trump and all of these kind of the yeah, 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 and, and and over here. Do you feel? Well, I was just going to say, like, do you feel like um, more, more and more like the people need to take more responsibility? Because what you see now is people, things are happening. You know, you see loads of fights and people just filming the fights in, and doing all this. Um, you know, what, in, what, uh, what's your view on that? In this day and age, you've got to be careful both ways. Don't sit on the fence, though. Don't sit on the fence. If... You know something is bad is happening. Film it. Film it. It's proof. They can't take it away from you. 
at least it's proof. But if something is happening in such a way that it's not going to do it justice, then <laughs> old time tales, the first person to cast the stone could be worse than the rest. Before you look at the commitments, a lot of things goes on. Not everything needs to be filmed. Uh, this guy, that MP that's just got caught out, Randy Andy Hancock, you know, I can't pronounce that in English. In Punjabi, I can't pronounce it, you know. He would never have been caught. You can't be a preacher and then preach the other way. You know, look at what he was preaching and look what he was doing. If he wasn't caught, he would never have been the way he was. You know, bad luck for him, bad luck for his bad luck, I would say. He shouldn't have been doing it in the first place. You know, everywhere you go uh, now, they can catch anything in town. You know, they, they got uh, face recognition cameras. Wherever you go, they know where you go. They you can... Once you, that would have been good for the, the old weddings when you used to ask for people's names and that <laughs> <laughs> if they already got I'll it tell you. the editing. Okay. Yeah, it was it's all the good old days, that's what I'm saying. Mm. Uh, video's been great. If we didn't have, you know, uh singers, I'm a fan of that guy as well. You're gonna say what guy? I'm his fan, and everybody else is his fan, everybody. Everybody that I know are his fan. He may have sang the dirtiest songs in this world, Punjabi-fied. Every Punjabi has a, a double meaning. I'm sorry. Even if you say you love somebody, that's a dirty word. You know, that guy sang songs directly of what he wanted to say. And his legend still lives on today, Jamkila. We wouldn't have talked about Jamkila. We wouldn't have known what his songs were. But again, with proof, he got killed. If they had video cameras then, he would have been saved. Didn't happen. And, and you're coming from a position where you actually used to have an actual video shop and that as well. That you yeah, well, there the, you are. We're, the, you know. we're at the same time. So, uh, I mean, it was, it was kind of like I was trying to say, I'm trying to paint the picture for those people of what it was like. It was like a one-stop place where you had arcade we, machines uh, in there as well. We, we uh, had the works. We had the works. <laughs> had we, had the works. We, I thank God that he gave me a good ride of life. He gave me a great honourable way. I've made a lot, a lot of friends. I've made a lot, a lot of friends that became my brothers. I've known most of my friends that are over 50 years of friendship. You know, from the time that I learned you know, something in my brain was ticking. And by the time of eight, 17 and odd, I was married and everything. Didn't know what was going to happen in this day. Uh, bless my family that are not here anymore. You know, seven of us, five brothers, two sisters, none of them are here anymore. There's just me left. But uh, I thank, you know, uh, uh, I just thank, you know, the... We've all had a great journey. I'm very proud of my brothers. You know, uh, in life, you can't have everything. Uh, Mohan Singh, Mohan Singh Jagpal is the father of B21. He saw me on stage, but he never saw his own kids. How proud. 
would he have been? You know, wasn't around, you know. And the rest of the boys, especially uh, this year that's gone, my brother passed away, you know, Siva, he passed away. I thank God, you know, I put my hands together and I did say, thank you, God, that he passed away here. He would have passed away in India. They went there, full family went there for a journey which he, the father, wanted, you know, Siva wanted his grandchildren, his son, everybody to go there and do these things, which I think is a great thing to do. But unfortunately, two weeks come back and was left, you know, had a heart attack in the morning and died, you know. I think it's been, especially over the la the last year, and why I started this podcast around kind of the the health thing is to try and get these kind of stories or you know views and opinions. You know, every, not everyone's going to agree or with things that have been said, even in here, or disagree how it is. Yeah, yeah, like, yep, they can. They can. With 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 it, kind of like you're moving forward. What what kind of kind of plans have you got that you that you want to what you got? Uh, is it, I've always said uh, to you that you should have. That you should have. That it would have been good to set up the schools of photography and yeah, all these. I will agree with you. Ricky, I'm going to give you a medal for that. Thank I know you. what you've Gold said one. to me. Gold <laughs> one. Because it should be. You should be awarded. I know that you've said this to me. I help, I've been helping without any payment from anybody. If anybody comes to my door and says, I'll tell him, there's a camera, I'll show you the rest. The rest you've got to practice. And as old saying, practice makes perfect. Do it, you know. Uh, anybody can take a photograph. You're halfway there with your mobile camera, you know. And the mobile cameras can take a picture quality now as good as a, a 2,000 pound camera, 3,000 pound camera. And it can give you more effects in there without you doing anything, Photoshop or anything. None of those classic is, poses. Oh, well, you know, those <laughs> days are gone. Don't forget, people were shy then as well. Yeah. You know, people were shy then as well. You know, people were shy. Uh, and in my days, we go back 70s, you know. I keep on getting messages here. I've got to move them out the way. Don't worry, I can't see him. Yeah. Okay. So... Just there's a couple of things that I'm gonna finish off with, and then we'll we'll, we'll get down. Um, uh, your your best favorite, your favorite singer. I know your favorite group. You said hero. What about your 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 favorite singers? Because I know they all used to flock to you. Yep, they did. I, I know you. Uh, you can't say Gurdas one because that's too easy. Or not everyone. That, that is. But bless him. I met him when he started out as well. I met him. Then as well. And I remember him in light cinema as well. You know, uh, uh, they say in life, Kismutti Apni Apni, one of my favorite singers, uh, you wouldn't even believe it. You know, he came to visit me at my uh, shop here quite a few times, about I'm gonna 10, guess. 12 times. Lajan Jam Yes, I know, I know, I know the picture. You know, it was the same as having a religious guy, the same thing, Murawaliya, come here to the shop to meet me. He said, if I missed you, I would miss the world. And look how many people, how many people he preaches to. I've seen him in crowds of 30 to 60,000. 
and he chose to come and visit me. Of all the people, I, he says, I always look at you for inspiration. I, I am like that. I don't care because if it's not that I'm right in everything, no, this gives and takes. It's your own opinions as well. But I believe that you should always do your best. And one way of doing it is to help yourself, to help others. There's many people. Uh, I, there would have been a great gift. You know, if the public has fed you, you know, the singers I'm on about, if the public has fed you and you've had a good life, should be, surely you should give the public something more by giving free classes of singing. How many of them do that? How many? I don't, I don't think there's many. There's not many. And the many that there are, but I do know some people that teach Tol uh, and Tolki, and they honestly, they rob the kids. I know for a fact. And yet, they claim they don't charge, they don't do anything. They rob them children. You know? And, and to them children, playing on a stage, you know, can you imagine what they would feel at that time? Is a great superior uh, feeling. But they charge him to teach him, you know. Surely you've been earning so much off these people. It's like me with my photography. If somebody turns up with me and says, uh, can you teach me video photography? I say, yeah, of course I can. There's no problem. You're only going to give a few lessons, then they're going to manage themselves. Anybody can be, become a musician. Anybody. Yeah. And anybody can sing. Yeah, anybody. Well, we know that now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we... No, no. Uh, anybody... You know, and the, the the last thing I want to say to you, so th this is called the bandwagon. So you know that there's many people who jump on loads of bandwagons and have their opinions. Is there anything that you, that you want to say um, or anything that's happening now that you want to kind of get off your chest? This is a, a free space for you to say. I just want everybody to be too well. I bless, I bless their feelings, their ways, Sometimes we all go wrong. It's better to forgive and forget. It may hurt. It may hurt. At the time, never make a decision very fast. And never leave it until another day either. Get it off your chest. Even if you're right, just put your hands together and say, I'm sorry. I did not want to hurt your feelings. Because sometimes... Sometimes we don't get, we don't get that uh, time to be sorry again or meet that person again. I've lost many a friends, you know, the age we're at, you know, that I'm at. And I know the gods give me a gift for me being here. I would have gone, I would have, I've died about, if I tell you honestly, probably about 13, 14 times now. I've died. I don't know what keeps me here, but I thank God or whoever he is, however he is, because religiously, I don't think my own ways of saying something, I don't think I'm really religious, but I tell you one thing, being in music and singing is the closest thing to God. If you can sing, sing it. If you can play music, 
played, that's the closest thing you will ever get to God. And that can be changed as you go along. As long as you change with the music, your life's always happy. You know, we see movies. When the people do something that's sad and they're crying and the violins are playing, we start crying. We go and watch Tom and Jerry. They're making happy things happening. And we feel so happy. We cannot even ever think of the sad times. We're all a film and we're all part of the film. We're part of the life as well. Yeah. And we're all in it together. No, well said, Uncle. And uh, we, like the, the, all the lads that we, you know, we, we, whenever you post something on Facebook the, or Instagram, we, know, no, we, we pass it. You know, know. It's know. such a good sport. So um, and I just want to, I just want to big up all the nature boys as well. <laughs> you know, because I love every single one of them. The Finnish gang and, and every one of them. Uh, there. Well, every one of them are absolutely wonderful. Do you know, uh, big respect going out to Gurjit Gill. I'll tell you why as well. We've done his wedding as well. Do you know... That's Sudara Gilson, just for anyone who's listening. Sudara Gilson, yes. A very, very, very honourable kid. Very honourable boy. A very honourable father as well, I've got to say, because obviously, you know, he's got twins and all the rest. You know, he's the only guy that I've never, ever, ever seen him speak in a way that you don't need to speak. So humble in himself. Even to have a joke with him, you don't joke. He, he laughs with you, you know. He doesn't. He does not have, you know, that whiplash of life. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have that. He, he, has, his, and, he has his moments. <laughs> oh, yes, of course we do. Of course we do. Do you know, even the day that England was playing, and he phoned me, out of the blue, and you know, I know our friendship is great. I love our friendship as well. You know, you know, if I don't like something, you know that I always say it, and I say it on the face. I don't hold it back either. You know, <laughs> I think we can tell after this episode. You know, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, back to ourselves. And Gurdjieff phoned me, and you know what he says to me? You know, he says, "Uncle, I've never phoned you before." He said, "But can you come?" meet us up here, please. I said, Gurdjieff, I'll be there in five minutes. <laughs> and I'll tell you one thing, I can imagine the smile on his face. <laughs> you know, even, even when I walked into the place, did you see the uproar and everything else? I'm, I don't think, I, I never ever think that I'm uh, famous or anything. I do not think. I always think we met talking on. But you know, the people that was there, I had to go around all them tables in a pub, you know, so that... Uh, it, was a, it was a Champions League final. I didn't want to name the teams because we're not, not interested in No, no, no. So he, no. And, uh, there, was a, there was a good few lads and uh, we, we made it... Well, a few hundred, a few hundred. <laughs> yeah, and, and he came in and he was like a superstar. And I thank each one of them as well because I don't think I'm worthy. You know, I am who I am. And I always want to, you know, I always say, you've got to change if you're not doing right. You've got to change. You've got to go with the technology. Please don't be the parents that the kids, your kids say, oh, you don't know anything what's happening here when you can put out better things than what they're thinking. You know, computers, I, I call them computer, you know, pigeons, computer. I say, 
there will be new things. You know, before when we had the memory, you know, uh, that what was it, the Atari games and, you know, and all that. How was that? You know, look how much has changed. Yeah. You know, we, we want to look on the right side of life. We want to be positive. We want to be better for ourselves. I know that the whole world is in a mess at the moment. It's always been in a mess. We, uh, if we can do better, we will do better. Yeah. We will. And always think positive. All right, Uncle. On that note, I'd like to thank you for, for joining me on, on this. And uh, I'm sure we're going to do this again soon. Um, but I really appreciate it. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, please watch Ricky Pandal, the Bandwagon podcast, 24-7, and recommend it to your friends as well, just like I have. <laughs> Thanks, Uncle. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. Thank you. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.